I got something to talk about. This world is messed up and crazy. How I'm supposed to know? How I'm supposed to show? Afraid you'll see me, then afraid you'll let me go. Somebody paid me the way. I'm just trying to grow. Start the fire, let them see the smoke. Angel wings in the streets of gold. Loose change, gotta pay the toll. And it's a rocky road. They try to tell you to stop. They don't want you at the top of the spot. You gotta take you it. Gotta take you it. gotta make it. You gotta break it, chains. You gotta break it, chains. Uh, you gotta break them chains. 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 You gotta break them. Hi. Hi. <laughs> you're even going to laugh when you're in a bad mood. I know. Yeah, I don't like to be in bad moods. I don't like it. It's not fun for me. And if it's she's, not fun, I don't like to do it. <laughs> she's pissed. She can't find an email she wrote. <laughs> because I wrote it and I sent it and I did what I was Allegedly. To. Allegedly wrote I, it and sent it. If you did, <laughs> prove it. So I know. That's kind of how my client probably feels right now. But If you wrote it, prove it. I know. It's no big deal. Right, right. Um, so in the meantime, let's uh, talk about sex. That usually helps. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And there's a guy over here doing work. Um, so I'm, I can't imagine what he's gonna hear. It's gonna be the best day ever for yeah, him. Hold on. In fact, I'm gonna warm. Depending on how long you're here, the, the podcast is about sex stuff. So earmuffs. So just, <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to suit by high point or anything because i talked about the wrong shit with the guy here <laughs> yeah you're good unless you want to hop on if you want to hop on you can get in i i got a couple more mics so let me know um anyway so this one we got two routes we can go to we're gonna re-record the bad audio i posted that up but i'm gonna re we're gonna okay. re-record it at some point Okay. So that one we could do, or the topic I just brought up was the the is it would it be the value of sex in relationships or or the importance importance yeah. feels too important. Yeah, I mean all of the above. I feel like because I I did get a question about that. Like, when is it okay to have sex? You know, in in a relationship and and okay basically just comes from I don't want to be judged. <laughs> I want yeah. to have sex. I just don't want to be judged. More so from the female, yeah. And you know what I just realized? The yeah. guy here doing work can't hear your part. So he just hears me <laughs> saying crazy sex shit. He's nodding his head. So he doesn't, he doesn't know why I'm saying what I'm saying. He just knows. It's awesome. <laughs> so he doesn't, he, he won't hear, uh, he won't hear the wrath of this, uh, right, exactly. this is why i had a studio uh, and i will when my house is done <laughs> because i need privacy for this conversation now i get why you do it in the basement <laughs> when your kids are home right and right. at least he's an adult because you know? if your kids could hear the whole convo it would make more sense to them but in, in the meantime <laughs> you can't just mom be crazy <laughs> so anyways um talking about when it's okay to have sex the importance of it um why you do it in a relationship why you don't do it in a relationship all these things and like i said it's not really a topic i thought through so 
when I brought up the conversation, I was like, it's kind of one we just got to feel our way through. Yeah. Um, but do you have any initial thoughts on it? Um, well, I think if I do. For sure. I guess uh, based on the question you got, that's, that might be a place to start. Yeah, I think um, the fact that there's even a question about it is, is just a testament to, to society's view on sex, especially with women. You'll rarely have a guy be like, I wonder if I should have sex with her on the first night. Like, what, what will she think if I have sex with her on the first night? I think, if I'm being completely honest, a strategic guy would think about that. Like, I, I don't know if I'd take it as aggressively as sex, but there's been a lot of times where I've thought consciously, like, I'm not going to try and kiss a girl on the first date. Um, and because a lot of times girls like expect it now, right? So to your point, there's a lot of girls that expect that a guy would want to have sex mm-hmm. on the first date, mm-hmm. um, depending on his douche level, <laughs> whether it's high or low. But see, that's another stereotype right there. I shouldn't even say that because, you know, if a girl wants to have sex on the first date, it's double standard. No one's mad at her. She's just a slut. Right. So it's, I feel like because of all of the the stigma around, I mean, I always say like women, I understand we deal with society junk, but so do guys. Yeah. We can't win. We can't win. Cause if we, if we do on the first date, like that's all you're out for. Mm -hmm. And if she wants to, and you do, she's easy. She's easy. Right. It's her, is it? So, so did we just determine it's not okay to have sex on the first date? (laughs) No, not at all. Um, I think, again, this might be like unpopular opinion. And when it comes to my own daughter, I'm totally owning the fact that I am completely different with her, but, um, well, standard, you mean? Yeah. Big time, big time. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm working through that for real, like working through that. Uh, but you out of here, there's, he's leaving <laughs> about to amp <laughs> this conversation me. up. Thank you. Let's go. Okay. You know, he, you know he's going back. So there I was. I had nothing but a belt and a and a, a lace tank top on. She's looking at me. I'm like, I've got that let's get it face. She's got that what's going on face. So I spell the whole thing with a quick joke. Two horses walk in a bar. Okay. <laughs> Bartender realizes that one of them's a donkey, tells the other one, nice ass. Get it? I get there it. Go. There we go. <laughs> you in a lace tank top? Is that you said lace? I did not say that. Anyways, um, <laughs> as, as we continue. I was like, I don't even have a lace tank top. <laughs> neither do I. I don't know why you keep bringing that up. Okay. So what I was going to say was, I think overall, we place so much value on sex that we have completely fucked it up for everybody. Like Value. value. Place so much value. What does that mean, value on sex? Let's, let's define that first. So that it is like... Why do I feel like this might be one of my favorite ones that we've done? I, yeah, I can feel... Say- I got a feeling. You say that a lot. So I feel like maybe you just think our conversations are all awesome. Uh, no, 
I get a feeling at the start, like I'm about to kill this one. And that's when I know it's going to be one of my favorite ones. <laughs> I forgot this, this is your show. My bad. No, no it, is, it is 150% my show. In addition to the fact that I have way better conversations with people that I can't get to get on the mics with me. So just heads up to that. <laughs> oh. So basically, you only get me. Your on the fourth podcast. favorite. Your fourth favorite for sure. Oh my god, that's so sweet. Top five. That's amazing. Thank you so much. You really know how to woo a lady. <laughs> well. You're like my best. My best. My fifth best. Fourth, fourth favorite, and and I feel like I shouldn't be have that. That shouldn't be held against me because you're still in this pesky marriage that we can't shake. <laughs> Wait, is that why I'm in fourth? Because I'm married. If I was single, I'd probably be first. I think. Um, one one A or one B, yeah, right there. Sharing first with somebody. I don't know. <laughs> Anybody to make you feel like you're not number one. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know your ways, Alex. I know. That. Wait, I someone taught me, told me about negging. Do do, do you know this term? Negging. That's you. That guys cut down a girl and then compliment her to bring her back up, all in efforts to sleep with her. That's a term. Wow. No. Cut her down, bring her up to fuck her. Well, that sounds like a brilliant uh, idea. Really. First and foremost, so many thoughts on that. Guys aren't that smart, one. So they're just cutting you down. They're either doing one of two things. They're either cutting you down because they're an asshole. Right. Very likely. Or cutting you down because they like you kindergarten style. And either way, I'm not fucking you. Well, I mean, not, it depends not who it is. You, not you, me, Alex. They're probably, they probably should if they're, if they're thinking. They're not, I don't know. What, well, what I'm saying is whoever said that to me, regardless of their reason, if they cut me down, I'm not yeah. sleeping with you. I mean, I'm married, but if I was single... Well, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I think I think you and your husband probably get a little kinky, and you want to hear some degrading stuff here and there. I didn't say I didn't. I'm saying some random guy that I have not slept with. Oh, so random guy. Yeah, duh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was brought to my attention yesterday to someone that listens to us. I don't know why they do, but that... I'm clearly because of you, because that, I'm only number four, so it's because of you that they're listening. You said that, not me. But they were mentioning that a lot of the racy stuff we talk about, you, and this is just me providing feedback, you always say you haven't experienced it. So you talk about a lot more than you allegedly have done. Or we're not talking about enough stuff that you actually do. Uh, The truth is that I don't disclose my personal uh, current personal sex life. Right. Because of several reasons. Right. Because one, uh, out of respect for my husband. Two. Which is dumb. I, I know. You just think he's this like pesky thing that I, that I hang out with at my house. No, I think but, he's great. He's just, he's just not right for you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that one felt good. I wish I could have not laughed after that. It felt real good. <laughs> All right, here we go. What's the I, other reason? Done? Is because professionally speaking, um, if and I'll give you a perfect example. Someone recently asked me if I have ever had a threesome. And I wrote back and said, I appreciate your question and I understand your curiosity, but I can't disclose that. And here's why. If I say yes, right, if I tell people what I've done, right. then people that are uncomfortable with that idea uh, wouldn't, I would lose credibility with them and I could possibly help them in another aspect of their relationship. Right. If I say no, then people that are looking for help to navigate a threesome would, I would lose credibility with them because they don't think I can. So um, I just I stay just clear. Stay no, clear. no, no. I like it because obviously I deflect and avoid a lot of these things too. You do, yeah. Um, so for the, a lot for the same reason. Yeah, but I can tell you to maybe <laughs> to like maybe. like out of the thing we did the other day, the personal part I said I was going to cut out. I cut out. Oh, okay. I don't even remember what that part was. Was it something that you said or that I said? You said it. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't remember what it was. It was personal about me and my relationships. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. So. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, it, so there's, there's, it's really a business decision. I, yeah. don't, I don't regret anything. I, I have a... Yeah, no, 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 I, I think it's good. I, but, I like the explanation. Um, I don't even know if I thought about it that far. But that was some feedback that I got is that yeah. she doesn't, she hasn't done, like, there's been a lot of things we've said that you said, no, well, you know, that, that hasn't happened to me, which they haven't been as extreme as, as those things. But right. yeah, makes sense. So anyways. So, it, so, oh, it would be, so it's basically also like this. So um, it would be like how a psychiatrist, right, treats for all different things, right? So they have clients that have schizophrenia they have clients that have you know ocd the psychiatrist doesn't have ocd or schizophrenia necessarily but they are knowledgeable enough to help navigate that so for example i'm going to be real personal here at this point in my life no i have not had someone asked me recently if i ever swung with another couple no i have not right okay however um i have coached people who are looking to do that Right. How, how am I able to do that? Because I'm one, I read a ridiculous amount about this stuff too, right. is that I'm aware of the, the things that can go wrong and the things that um, should be discussed prior. And also I'm able to normalize the people that come to me saying, what's wrong with me and my husband that we want to sleep with other people, but we, I thought we had a good marriage. And, and I'm able to be like, you don't have to have a bad marriage to swing with other people. It's actually, you have to have a real solid marriage to be able right, to do sure. something like that. Or an understanding. I don't know if your marriage is all that solid, but at oh, least yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. expectations <laughs> are set. What, what I wanted to say was this same person defended you too, though, by the way, which is what I was going to get to. They also said, well, I guess, you know, if uh, you were helping, you know, cocaine addicts rehab, you don't have to have done coke too. 
to help someone rehab. You just have to be able to do that. So they defended you that way. It, it's a true supporter of yours. Well, well, thank um, you to whoever that is. That's awesome. But, yeah, but maybe it's, she, yeah, it's, it's, she should hear this and, and um, know that we're talking about her. So Okay. So whoever you are, thank you so much. Um, but you're right. It's any profession, though. It's any profession. You don't have to... Uh, you can have a football coach that coaches a team to the championships, but never was in a championship game himself. You know right. what I mean? Right. So, True. Good point. Or never know. even played a sport. So that's Correct. a lot so, of good reasons. Yeah. Um, so back to sex and relationships. Yeah. So I and, said it's over. Uh, I said it's overvalued. Over. So value is what we're saying. So how how do we think value is the right word there? Overvalued or or over analyzed? I think maybe oh, better. Yeah analyze and there's like way too much of a spotlight on it i mean and i think that even stems to like the whole construct thing how you know again it just it'll always go back to like usually religion but it's like you if if i want to have sex on the first date and we're safe and we communicate and we're consenting adults tell me why I should not. And if, right. the answer, and if the answer is, well, he's not going to take you seriously if you do that. Well, that's a societal construct. That's not on me. That's well, that's also that dude, right? Because, you know, there's a, there's, I can think of a marriage right now where they had sex on the first date and I don't know them all that well, but from what I hear, they seem happy-ish, at mm -hmm. least yeah. happy very happy at best right so mm -hmm. but i mean they're still together they have kids yeah. um and they hooked up first night so yeah. first date yeah maybe you should hook up first date maybe maybe we should start maybe that's the trick <laughs> god you know how many guys would thank me if i started a campaign <laughs> to hook up and, and even better it worked to get girls to, you know to sleep think, with them. I think women um, are much more comfortable with casual sex now than they were when I was growing up. For sure. And I think that also comes down to an age thing too, right? Um, I think the more mature a woman is, the more likely she is to be comfortable with it. And that, I think that could be a whole nother conversation. But Well, yeah, but I also think even just media alone. I mean, my God. Well, yeah. You know, there's oh, yeah. all this like female empowerment and female sexuality. I mean, maybe but do you I'm just, I just, but do you think that comes from just information sharing from, you know, where information kids can get shared a lot more than it used to be able to. And, and I mean by that is maybe a woman before thought if I, because she was on an Island, you know, information could keep someone on an Island more. They could say I had sex my beliefs were supposed to be this. I'm a terrible person. Whereas now that same person could hear, like, you know, hear you, this mm -hmm. conversation or, or have a lot more information pushed to them of other people that are doing the same thing and we're fine. And, or the story I just said of people ending up together after that. But to the, I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm rambling on this, but good. it could also be your feminism thing to where, women are able to express themselves more that way without being judged. Yeah. Uh, and I think it'll take, I mean, long after I'm gone to ever 
remotely come close, if it ever will, the, the you know, society's view of sexuality between, you know, genders. It's, I don't know if it'll ever be equal, but I do think there's definitely a push now where, um, and I always joke, like the same guys who slut shame girls in school are the same men who call me saying, why doesn't my girlfriend or wife have a high sex drive? Well, I want her to do this, this, and this, and she won't, she's not open, she's not this. And it's not, if they're my friends, I'm real. I'm like, oh, you mean the same types of girls that you slut shamed in school and made fun of? Those girls, that's what you want your wife to be now? Imagine how she's feeling. That's how we were, we were that's how we learned to be. And now yeah, it's like, and, you know? Yeah, words hurt, can hurt, but like the feminism thing conversation that we need to re-record um is do those guys really think that or guys say stuff a lot of times to be cool let's be very clear we know guys say things a lot of times to be cool but do they really really think that when it comes down to it um what i don't know right so then if we take that thought process and it's like they said these things to boast themselves or to, or for whatever, but in actuality, they wanted what they're talking to you about. They liked that whatever girl did whatever at that time. But I also think because of all of the messages about female sexuality, it's like, let me make it very clear that I support female sexuality. I think it's very clear that and women expressing themselves however they see fit. (laughs) But do you think differently about a woman who is over, you know, is very sexual and open about it? Do you question her intelligence or her class or her morals or her loyalty? I will question no one except for Jade. Is that your daughter? The stepdaughter, yeah. <laughs> but that that's that's what we have to deal with is that and I was guilty of it too, even as a female, because that's what, what we learned. Girls that are super sexually, you know, promiscuous is like there's no depth to them. That's all but they I think offer fatty issues. Like, but there's also levels to it, just like in everything, right? There there's girls that aren't safe and that are like over the top the same way it's okay for a guy but there are limits to it being okay for a guy like a guy that's with a different girl every night like no one is thinking everyone's kind of like hey chill out a little bit dude yeah i think i just think it takes so much more for a guy to be seen like that but yeah of course of course um and like you said over time it's it those walls are breaking down but um but you know, does does some and and we're like grazing the surface on so many deeper conversations, but does a lot of that come from the fact that um generally huge stereotype once again, sex does mean different things to women than to men. So so by that I mean a lot of times it's the person themselves that is making it a much bigger deal than than everyone else that's judging them. Um, <clears throat> you're right. That's a super like general statement. There are definitely women who, at any age, who just like to have sex and really don't right. want a relationship. But right. um, 
but yeah, and it's it's hard because then I'm like, I never know if it's it is it something that like women actually feel or we're taught to feel. Sure. Well, either way, I mean, if you feel it, no matter how you got there. Right, right, right. True. I mean, I I know for I know for me growing up, it was definitely um, I never had sex outside of a relationship. Right. And that I will share. (laughs) And through time, I mean, there's been times when I've been surprised by, you know, the thought process of a woman. And I think that that's because guys are trained the same thing that, that women will be this way. And that's what you should expect. Yeah. And, and, you know, goes right along with what we're saying. Anything different than that is kind of the anomaly. Yeah. And and people have asked me, like, I had a, a friend that uh, recently got divorced and, and we joke about how like all of the us married women like live vicariously through her. Like, I mean, she's super uh, sexual and awesome and exploring it as well. She should, right. but we joke about like, Oh my gosh, like I never, you know, I've talked about this. I've never had a hoe phase, you know? Right. And I, and so she, we like talking to her and we're like, ah, oh. you know, so I don't, I think it's, you're right. As we get older, it's like, if I were to get divorced tomorrow, I would be very different sexually sure. as a woman. Right, right, right. Um, so yeah, that's like sex before, or like at the start of a relationship, the start of dating, whatever. Right. Um, what about like in a relationship? Because then the whole thing changes, right? Then like sex almost becomes like a power thing, like a power struggle for real. Like it becomes currency to some people and a gift to other people <laughs> only to be done on holidays and birthdays. And to some people they're as open about it and they explore it as much as possible. Right. And it's like, I, I mean, obviously it's going to be to each his own that, but, but is that a barometer of a relationship? That's, that's one thing you hear a lot is that sex can be the barometer for your relationship what what are your thoughts on that um there's one thing i always say and i think i've said it on here that if sex is good it's five percent of your relationship and if it's bad it's 95 percent of your relationship that's a that's a assumption or that's what what do you think it's like it's well look at if Sex. Oh, only- okay. Wait, 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 wait. I get it more than I did when you first said it. Okay. So, like, when sex, when your sex life is good, it's not something that you even like really focus on, or it's not like a stressor. When it's bad, it becomes like so exaggerated and. But I don't. I don't take that as your sex life is good. I take that as your relationship is good, and so many things are good that sex doesn't. Sex doesn't mean what. Well, Sex isn't like the driving force as to why it's good. That's how I take that. And then it being 95% of it, then when it's bad, I see it as a barometer, like I was saying, to show, you know, that once you, like you said, it's overblown and that it is a representation of your relationship. That's the way I took that. But so, well, well, yeah, I, I think that. Though when I when I said sex when sex is good, meaning that there's nothing about your sex life that's taking up a lot of space in your head. So Mm -hmm. um, good obviously is subjective. So in that relationship, if sex is something that you're both, if that's an aspect of your relationship for any reason that you're okay with, 
right. then, then it's really not a huge conversation topic. But when it's bad for one or both of you, it's like everything. I mean, I, the last, in the last week, I have had two, two people who are married um, tell me that they are not sure how much longer they can take this. Um, so there's two things to that though, because there's, there's a bad sex life, like you're having sex and it's not good. And then there's a bad sex life that you're not having sex, which are, which, which a lot of times are for two total separate reasons. Right. So when I say bad sex life, I just mean you're unhappy with it for any reason, whether it's the frequency, the quality, you know, Mm. any reason. So you're, you're lumping them together. Yeah. Yeah. You just totally negated what I just said. Like, I'm not even like my thought process is not even important to you. Your thought process is so important to me that I've just merged it into my, into my commentary on the topic. So before you totally negated everything I say, (laughs) you were saying, no, um, okay. Well, that's fair. That makes it easier. So that's a good point. Um, bad sex can is usually either somebody who's having it, but doesn't like when they have, you know, when they have it, it's bad or they're not having enough of it or they're not having the type of it that they want. You know, because I'll have people say, oh, yeah, we have sex often, but I'm bored out of my mind. Sure. Right, right, right. Which is, yeah. Yeah. Um, Hmm. Do I, you asked if I think that sex. Well, what do you think? uh, It was just, what are your general thoughts on sex as a barometer for the relationship and or bad sex and all those things? And you gave me the five versus 95%, but. Yeah. I, I do think it's a barometer for a relationship. You do. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to think and, of what I think. I think so, I think you're you made a great point. I'm I'm kind of stuck on your five versus ninety five percent, and I, me personally, I don't think it's a good relationship unless it's good sex. Mm-hmm. So with that said, I don't know that I could be in it, and this is just me saying I don't know that I could be in a relationship where we don't have no. I take that back. I cannot be in a relationship where we don't have sex because to me, I don't think I have a sex addiction to where I'm like, Oh my God, I need it so bad. But I do enjoy the physical connection so much that I can't, I can't imagine being in a relationship where I don't have that. Right. Right. And And, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, and I do get a lot of where are we at based on sex. What do you mean? Like, I, I now that I'm thinking through it, I'm thinking I, I definitely use it as a barometer a lot of times. Oh, oh, you you decide whether or not um, how how we are based on sex. Okay, all right, got it. Because um, the the thing for me is that any anybody I've ever spoken to who uh, is not happy with their sex life, mm-hmm. very very few of them are really happy with the rest of their relationship too. Uh, so, you know. oh yeah, true. Well, so there's, there's a, like, there's, I think that also comes as a learned trait to me, whether I wanted to or not. Right. So I've been in a relationship where sex is good no matter what. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I wasn't complaining about that relationship, but whether we were good or not, sex was always good. 
So that kind of messes with my sure. my argument. But I've been in a relationship where like if we weren't good, sex didn't happen as frequently, which you, you get it, but still like you're not not you get sex. I mean you get why I understand. <laughs> yeah. Um but it doesn't make you feel good. And then I'm trying to think of how to explain the other one that was on my mind. That sex happened even when we weren't good but wasn't always like great Mm -hmm. but i think just the fact that um at very worst she was good at it that it was still like good enough right if you will and you know i think there's other there's also this like other psychology to relationships that are very dramatic and so not not in a good way like very volatile but their sex is great i think a lot of that comes from the passion and intensity of that it's like a constant state of makeup sex almost you know right right and that's one thing i was going to say is um makeup sex is that's like a, a real and big thing to me i think and once again, like I said, we're kind of spitballing this conversation, so I'm thinking about it as it comes. But um, yeah, I think that's there's there's that's a big deal for me. I'm trying to think if I ever even so when you when you say makeup sex, what does what does that mean to you? Um, that we were in a fight, mm-hmm. and now we're a little better. <laughs> and we have sex but the, as i was saying that the reason i was hesitating is because sometimes like the makeup sex is what fixes the fight okay yeah. so i think maybe that technically should be two different things but call the same thing really well, but yeah, i think i think if it's a dumb fight and you make it up with sex i don't think that's so wrong well, there's no, there's no wrong or right. It's just what works, you know? Sure. And then if, then if it's a real fight and you get it figured out and then have sex to kind of consummate the <laughs> makeup, <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, no. But works. I think the, but the reason I say that is because I think there's a fine line to having sex to brush something under the rug that shouldn't be. Correct. Which I think happens a lot in like like you said volatile relationships but also in like ambiguous like non-defined relationships when one person probably wants some answers but you guys really just like having sex with each other and maybe the chemical what's it called the chemical reaction you have makes you forget about the other part yeah or just or just kind of revive that connection enough to where you're like eh. I'll let it go like you said it way good. better than you said it the way i was thinking it <laughs> i'm in your head you are in my head um yes the sex makes you feel a way that the relationship actually isn't right right hmm sex is crazy that's it, uh, why i made a career out of it it's, i'm not it's having sex anymore because I feel like it's controlling me and I feel like it's giving women a power over me that they don't deserve. Oh, we deserve it. I can No, not over me. Because I I I I might be done. 
Thank I think you. I might be done. Uh, seriously. <laughs> no, I think I, I, I said I don't have a sex addiction. I probably have a little bit of a sex addiction because I, I've, I put so much no, you don't. value into it. And I love it so much. But I do put a lot of thought and, and consideration into it. And I am a giver. So is that, is that an addiction? I don't know. Wait, what is what addiction? The, the definition, which we need to re-record that one. But an addiction was um, positive. Hold on, let me look it up on my phone. Positive reinforcement um, while risking negative consequence along the lines of that. Um, I hate when they do this. The fact or condition of being addicted. That doesn't, you're not ever supposed to put the word in the definition. Um, a brain disease. Okay, here we go. Uh, a complex condition, a brain disease that is manifested by compulsive substance use despite harmful consequence. People with addiction have an intense focus on using a certain substance. We can just pretend it's sex. And they're saying substance. You're, you right. looked up the wrong one, but it can be whatever, like gambling, yeah. sex, whatever. Keep, right. They keep using it uh, when they know. And the conversation we had before, because it isn't recorded yet, was if about people, about the label of having a porn addiction. Right. Um, so I'm, I don't think I'm addicted. I, mean, I don't know. Am I addicted to it? Because there's probably been some the risk of negative consequence from. Yeah, but that's also had. that's also just like shitty choices. It doesn't have to be an addiction. We Wait, you're saying you're saying I make shitty choices? <laughs> <laughs> or you no. have you been talking to my ex-wife? No, I'm trying to tell you that I do not think you're a sex <laughs> I remember the time when my daughter said, you, mommy says you're making bad decisions. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> but also, but also like, oh, God. mommy was probably right. So I'm like, yeah, well. <laughs> I'll cut that out. Yeah, I'm not going to cut that out. <laughs> That's why I don't share personal stuff. Because <laughs> I ruined my own credibility. <laughs> you just told the world you were a shitty husband. <laughs> no, this was actually after we were separated or divorced uh, or whatever. Uh, well, then what do Which, your choices have to do with her? Right, exactly. That's why. That's. I mean, she's probably right, but. All right, I, don't but... Know, I, I mean, because I'm a guy, one. So our decisions are only so right. But. No, I think that you're giving guys, I think you're wrong on that. I think women make shitty decisions too. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying women don't also. Um, Wait, but you're using your gender as an excuse. And I'm saying it's like the whole thing, oh, boys will be boys. do a lot of dumb shit. So do women. I know, but we talked about this. And, and once again, I can't remember what was on the one that we have to re-record. But didn't we talk about the fact that men can be driven more by the chemical reaction to being aroused and so innately would be more prone to make bad decisions i think that's what you said and it was like a speculation and i said okay i can like i can wrap my head around it but i was talking about a study that they did where they had women right. like 
you know, do uh, get aroused and then do something disgusting, like clean up dog shit with their hands or like, you know, yeah. whatever. Right, and they, but, and they didn't that. do it with men because it would have been like through the charts. It would have been a hundred percent. Oh, bad decision. All right. This doesn't tell us anything. We already knew this. We just got to see if women are anywhere near as bad as men. So let's yeah, do a study. Pretty much. But I honestly feel like w women, I think we hold ourselves to a higher standard because we're like responsible for. <laughs> well, you just broke up to me and I want to make sure. No, I'm serious. Well, you said women are responsible for what? For, I feel like maybe evolutionary wise, women, <laughs> we hold ourselves to a higher standard or, or society does because we're in charge of you know historically speaking in charge of raising tiny humans yeah so like, for sure you know it's like yeah, you can't trust guys with that yes you can no you cannot not as much but you can <laughs> no you, you definitely cannot <laughs> but i feel like i mean you look at even like the president right i mean not the specific president but just the, the role of president so right. he can, he or she can do something that I would do, and no one gives a shit if I do it. No one holds me to that kind of a standard, but it's right. a big deal when the president does it, right? So I think as women, I think people assume that we're going to be more responsible because we have to, to like carry on the species. Right. And so there are just decisions that we have to Well, okay. Have. So you made a point. At very worst, or very least, you're responsible for, you know, growing someone else inside of you. So there's decisions that you can and cannot make during that nine months. So yeah, yeah. we, we can safely say that yeah. guys are not responsible for that. Like, can you imagine if men had to be pregnant? Forget the I complaining. don't want to imagine that. Like forget the complaining. Like, Oh my God, I'm nauseous. Oh Girls are good at it. They We're do strong. it better. We're strong as hell. That's why. Sure. Anyways. <laughs> Wait, didn't wait a minute. Didn't you just say that you're not going to have sex because you're realizing how much power women really have over you? That that's what I'm saying. I'm I, I think I'm done. And and <laughs> that that got to that's where the sex addiction thing came up. The control that it has over me or it allows a woman to have over me. Um because then guys start acting different. Like I said, when sex becomes like a currency or or reward guys start doing different shit what do you mean like being nice to women and buying them shit and being romantic well god don't fucking do that <laughs> i'm not saying you shouldn't do it but i'm just saying so you think like, men do that like, just for sex sometimes well what am I? a lot of the times like you for example uh, a guy that is some pretty woman's sugar daddy go on <laughs> are you looking for one currently <laughs> you need more actually you're like wait there is they have that that's real oh i know i know I know. yeah so are. anyways there's that in fact i'm surprised i don't know what they would come to you to talk to about that but yeah I've so been, i mean there's I've been that. Propositioned. to be someone's sugar, sugar baby sugar baby mm -hmm. how long ago was this were you married I think it was not even a month ago. Wow. What did Matt say? Actually, he was more, no, I, so no, let me change that. He was more of 
financial domination. He wanted right. me to humiliate him and he would pay me. So what did your husband say? He laughed. I mean, did he say how much? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Just curious. How much, babe? <laughs> how, much, yeah. how much was he talking? Well, we had, Matt and I had that conversation about selling uh, underwear, actually. Selling your underwear? Selling underwear in general. A bunch of my girlfriends were talking about wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, sorry. I, we're <laughs> having this conversation and you bring up selling underwear and you what? wanted to stop it there. You didn't, like, you weren't going to, you weren't, the thing is you sat back, like, and see, once again, this is why people need to be watching this. You can see our our podcast on YouTube under uh, The Ultimate Bachelor. But um, you sat back as if your comment and, and explanation was finished. It was. <laughs> right. Well, we, yeah, yeah, we had that conversation about selling underwear. I wish I could just walk off. I wish enough, <laughs> enough people were watching this that when I made that joke, I could have just walked off the screen because that's, that's essentially what you did. When I'm done talking, I'm done. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> like, like, I don't know if you were like enticing me or you, was that on purpose? You wanted me to ask why you guys were talking oh, about selling no. underwear or no. if it was just like, we oh, were supposed God. to know. Oh, no. It was in my head. It went with the. Went yeah, with the I, it didn't. I'm gonna tell you that. <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> you, you're out of here. See ya. See ya. Oh yeah. No wait. So wait. So rewind. Why did I say we were talking about? Okay. Because we we're talking oh. about sugar daddies and no. sugar babies, no. and you were propositioning. I asked you, Matt, and then I said, "Did you ask Matt?" And or no, did he ask you how much? Because um, I think that would be my first question is like, how much are you worth on the god. market right now? Oh god! Um, like, should I appreciate you more? <laughs> it's kind of my question. Is what I'm asking. Like, babe, I'm sorry. This guy I, was willing I, to pay me twenty thousand dollars. I literally life. didn't know you had that kind of street value. <laughs> Matt is very aware of my street value. Thank you. Uh, very well, much. yeah, I mean, your open mind. Right, it's priceless. My mind. Um, but, but this, no, the reason why it went with that, I have like a cramp, is because. You're welcome. You know, you have to work out now. <sighs> no, I do. No, you've yeah. been laughing so much. Oh, my mouth hurt. My cheek. That's what she said. <laughs> um, so we were, I was telling him about it. I was like, oh, it was like one of those sketchy guys on Messenger that's not even real, like one of those. And um, I blocked him. But uh, I told Matt and he was laughing. And, uh, and, and then I thought about the time how you asked about, oh, did Matt ask you how much it was worth, how much you were worth or how much you, he would pay you. And I was thinking right. how it went to, we did have a conversation about the whole idea of selling underwear. I had another guy go, Hey, are you into, I had posted, um, it was like an Instagram story. Uh, I had done like, I'm super cheap. So like, I don't get my nails done. I just do everything myself. Right. So I, uh, so I mean, the getting my nails on is like fifteen dollars, but whatever. So I do justify that. I do. So listen. So so apparently you're selling underwear, so (laughs) you probably can afford it. (laughs) So I posted like a boomerang of my feet after I had just done my toenails. So some foot guy messaged me and complimented my feet. Oh yeah, you said this. 
yeah, and was like something, something, whatever. He said whatever he had to say. And he said, do you, would you ever sell videos of your feet? And I was like, actually, no, I think it would compromise my, right. <laughs> like, it's just not for me, right? It's not for me. So I was telling Matt, I tell Matt about all these things. But, but now think about it, you could have been like one of those porn girls, because don't, there's like, aren't there porn girls that like just won't have their face in it? And you never like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And yeah, so yeah, you could have sure. you could have footed it like that. I totally could have. Um, so I told Matt and we were laughing. And I said, and then he went on to say something about underwear. And um, and they're like, if I ever post something about working out, somebody will message, you know, just random people right, on social right. media. And they see a woman who's like open about, you know, talking about sex and they think, you know, they can whatever. Yeah, I just say whatever laugh. they want. I laugh it off. They, th they think they can do a podcast with her every week. I know. Like, who the hell would think that? Yeah. So, um, so I said, I said, Matt, and somebody else asked me for um, my underwear after I worked out. That was the request. Can you underwear after you worked out? Correct. Correct. <sighs> so, um, so I was like, babe, because I, I obviously wouldn't do it. And I said, what would what, you what, do? What, why wouldn't you? It's just a personal Decision. Your underwear is that personal? Your your post-workout underwear is that personal? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's not You know what's funny? You know what's funny? That's that's actually an interesting conversation, right? Because I'm sure at the time you're like, what? Yeah. But if you really stop and think about it, you're like, or or do you still think it's terrible? Like if you. I, I, I don't think any of it is terrible. You want to sell. Right. So, so like beer. if you were to sell, oh, I guess you're, you're getting to the punchline of where you and Matt discussed right. it. So go ahead. Sorry. Well, so he said to me, uh, he's like, yeah, I don't care. Sell your underwear. Yeah. And right. See me? He's, like, well, he's like, nobody knows. I like this guy. No, no. Well, now <laughs> you do. Right. So, um, but I said, I don't, I said, I don't, I would never want to do it because I can't attach my name or like, I wouldn't want anyone to know who yeah, I Yeah, but you don't have to, do they have to know it's your, like, you have to put a name on it? Do you have your name written in your underwear? No, I mean like. How you do, I, do you have to sign the underwear before you send it? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't look into the career, but. Give me just, that guy's contact info. <laughs> You're going to send him your underwear? Not mine, but I can get him some post-workout underwear if he needs that. Well, I'm sure you could. Um, no, it's I like selling. Okay. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry. But it's not, I just want to be really clear, really clear. I don't have a problem with people selling anything of theirs. Um, it's a personal decision. It isn't right, right for me, but I don't have, I know people who've sold underwear. I know people who've sent, uh, foot videos. It's, I have so no then what do you, what do you think when you say it like that? Mm-hmm. And if women are supposed to have control of their own bodies, what's your feeling on prostitution? I don't have a problem with sex workers. That get to choose, right? Because that we need to make a very clear, like trafficking no, in prostitution. Right. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying for, oh. you know, just in case we ever to get any sponsors and this video was to resurface. Right. No. We make sure we make it clear. Le sex trafficking. No. Legitimate sex workers i don't even like that term but sure like a worker sex for sex work that's yeah sex for work that's their job yeah it's not for everybody yeah but do i have a problem with it no could i ever do it no yeah no one's asking you to do it at this point well i don't know 
I don't know what they're asking you now because these kind of questions. Oh, I, Alex, you have. But, but, but (laughs) here we go with a conversation. That nobody wants to have. Right. And we're going to talk about it a little bit because we've got, uh, got 12 minutes. Let's just say, we, yeah, we should, uh, yeah, 12 minutes. Isn't that legit what dating is? It's like women using sex as currency and men buying them stuff. Obviously, that's not what every date is, but there's a lot of women that expect money to be spent on them. And guys that expect when that money is spent that certain things will happen. I mean, everyone's got to be thinking that in some ways, right? No, I'm sorry. Everyone can follow along where I'd get to that, right? Maybe you're not thinking it. Absolutely. That's a lot. Because in the grand scheme, if – I always talk about animalistic nature. So this is the first one of ours you've listened to. I'm not actually an asshole, though I look and sound like one. You play, <laughs> um, you play the part really well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if, hmm, what's the best way to put it? Animalistic nature is people come together to, re, you know, procreate. to mate and procreate, right? So, if you took it to the simplest form, the whole reason for dating is to eventually get to sex, to get married, procreate. I mean, there's a lot of other reasons. I guess you could be together, but those are stupid. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, in the simplest form, it could be said that you're coming together to eventually get to sex. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So if the stipulation for a girl is that money needs to be spent on her to be together in a roundabout way. She's just a sex worker. Uh, I think there's a lot more to sex work as a business than, than dating. So I think that's probably where the largest. um... Well, what's the difference? Tell me. Uh, well, they're just I, looking to make money off of well they're strictly doing it for money i guess there's that right and i guess Although, the ones that are dating get an added benefit of time spent and well, yeah they're looking for a relationship a connection i think a lot of um sex workers i'm not saying they don't connect with their clients because i'm sure they do they're they're just they're just humans you know right. yeah, um, yeah for sure but they're not i don't think they have the same expectations uh, as of other who's stuff? dating, no, no, of, of whose date, like the expectations I would have going on a date with someone is different than uh, paying somebody for sex, you know. Right. So uh, then, I guess the other thing would then be make it simpler, because because if someone is actually expecting a relationship from from the from that whole rigmarole, right? Let's take it to the girl that only goes on a date just for the dinner but is willing to also mess around after that 
that's a lot more along the lines of what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because there's there's a lot of women that literally literally will only go on a date like for the benefits of the date. Yeah, I mean, it's it's more of a business transaction if you're not looking right. for for an emotional connection or anything. And I don't think enough people look at it in in that context. I think they're afraid to because they have such a negative stigma attached to legitimate sex work, so they don't want right. to ever be associated with it. Um, but if I'm just going out with a guy to get a dinner and sex. Well, I don't know that you're going out to get sex. What I'm saying is they're going out to get the dinner and or multiple dinners and or shopping or whatever may come with it from being in a relationship or in in an in-between relationship and are willing to have sex in that arrangement. Not that they're looking for sex, but are willing to have sex in that arrangement Mm -hmm. is a little too close to to sex work. Mm Mm-hmm. And we don't really discuss just relationships in general. Maybe we should. Um, I'm actually I'm actually going, about to do a podcast with one of my buddies where I am hoping to discuss that level of dating in relationships. Um, I wonder if there'd be any value in in, in you joining that conversation. But uh, but what I want that to be is an ongoing conversation because I want us to lay it out from a guy's perspective because we have had that conversation several times about dating and the cost of dating. And I don't mean just the monetary cost, but the cost to guys for a woman to consider it dating, even, you know, once you're in a relationship. Um, but obviously we're talking about just to get to sex for the sake of our conversation. But mm. I think people put a negative stig- stigmatism, stigmatism? Is that right? A negative ideal on what we're talking about. And then, like you said, I think a lot of people won't accept the fact that that's actually what their arrangements are. And I think a lot of women who think, oh my gosh, I can't find a good guy in this and that and another are a lot closer to that than they think. And that's why the relationships don't work like they want. So you think that the the women who are complaining about not finding good men or not having a good relationship are the same women that are willing to... Are a lot closer to sex workers than they're willing to admit. And so I think the relationship they're attracting, maybe, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is not working out the same way because you're almost just a prostitute. Whereas if you didn't have certain expectations, that's what leads to a relationship. I think the flip side, and, and like I said, we can go in, what do we have 45? We can, go in, we can go into the, if you would like my thought process on it, we can go into it for about two minutes, but that's more relationship than sex-based, but it yeah, might open it. up the conversation. So to me, I think women expect a lot of things and when they're actually listed out as to what a lot of women expect it sounds dumb as fuck like that like if you're in a relationship or even before you're in a relationship for a woman to expect like a real date so you know the term real date right because you hear that a lot it's like i want to go on a real date even in a relationship you say i want to go on a real date right a real date nine times out of ten constitutes it's it's 
it's determined by the amount of money that was spent. Now, there's a lot of times when real date could include the creativity, right? So, you know, we went and did this and that's what I constituted a real date. But a lot of times it's like, it's, it's not a real date because we didn't go to this level of restaurant or we didn't do this many things on the date as opposed to why is a real date not, hey, let's go walk around a pond and talk for three hours. Why is that not a real date? But going to Ruth Chris is. I don't know, because going for a long walk for three hours is totally a real date for me. Right, it should be. And on the flip side, right, to me, when I hear a woman say, directly or indirectly, that a certain amount of money needs to be spent in order to satisfy certain metrics, right? On the flip side, to me, that feels like if a guy said, um, we're not doing shit unless I'm guaranteed that we're having sex at the end. And if a guy was to say that, everyone would fucking lose their shit. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, to me, the girl that can accept walking around the pond as a real date and the guy that can accept going on a real date and not having sex at the end are the ones that are actually promoting a relationship. Correct. And there's so much more to say about it. Like I said, I was only going to a couple minutes of it, but, and we, we can definitely have the conversation or, but, or like I said, the me and my friend are going to lay it out, obviously as provocatively as possible (laughs) in our conversation. And I hope women that hear it and or have the discussion have a rebuttal to it because I do want to know once I call you out, what response do you have to that? To, to basically the details behind what I just laid out. Right. You know, it's, it, it's, it's, that would be fascinating for me because I, um, I'm not that, I'm not that, I don't fit that description. So like I'm the, I'm the other type of girl. Like I'm the other one, like come over to my house and, and we can make dinner. Like right. one of the first times Matt ever did anything like as, as like a semi relationship in grad school, right. he came over to my house and he, my apartment and he cooked. And I was like, right, oh, right. And, I, and I think marriage, obviously the more serious your relationship is, the less you're going to be basing it off of just that. Then it turns into, and I don't want it to get confused as I just want to do something with you. And that may involve spending money, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to, but I just want to okay. do something with you or picking a specific thing that that a woman would like to do with a man consequently also involves spending money i'm talking specifically to the women that say if i was to say let's go to mcdonald's and they're like that's not a real date because it's because it's mcdonald's that's that's who i'm talking to mm-hmm. gotcha yeah i that that would be fascinating for me because it's definitely a um I mean, even thinking back to my dating, see, that's the other thing is like, that's new for me. It's like, I was never a serial dater. Like I always had long-term relationships, but the beginning of those started as dates, you know, but that could have been for me. I mean, I'm so low maintenance that it it could have been anything. I mean, I went to like a country bar one night and I had like a beer. I I love country music, so. That's you know, so like sexy Nina, right? <laughs> <Rock>. <laughs> you know, so like I was like, all right, this is sweet. You know, I don't yeah. have to go out to dinner and spend money. I don't care about that. Shit. Sure. So we got to wrap up, right. but 
this was this did end up actually being one of my favorite conversations <laughs> that we've had. <laughs> Maybe well, I'm, it's well, because I'm, I didn't have you. to worry about no. Well, <laughs> I agree with you so much. Um, <laughs> but it's clearly a number four could not elevate this conversation to be your favorite, but you could. Well, anywhere in the top five is going to be a good conversation with me. That's just a fact. Uh, right. But yeah, let's wrap it up there. Uh, Real Talk with Nina, at Real Talk with Nina um, on everything, Instagram, YouTube, all that stuff. So thank you, ma'am. And we will talk again soon. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.